Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean Wiley and Dan Hobart. Well, Dan, good morning. Good morning. I am excited today because we're going to dive into something, and I'm going to quiz you a little bit. Yes, ma'am. All right. So what does Harrisonville, Olathe, and Roland Park have that we are missing? That's a fine question. I've been to every one of those places many, many times. Uh, I will fail the quiz. All right. So in your, I'm guessing maybe as an attorney, you've been in those cities. So you might not have been looking in the right place. So, but the Harrisonville Community Center was built in 2004 and opened in 2005 It is a 68,000-square-foot facility providing year-round fitness, recreation, league activities, and a swimming pool for citizens of all ages. In Blue Springs, years of planning will make Blue Springs Aquatic Center um, a reality. And in Olathe, They have a fitness floor, cardiac, weight equipment, group exercises, an open gym, and a pool. And then in Roland Park, they have a mission that says to strengthen our community by providing a facility and programs for the arts, education, recreation, multi-faith, exploration, and celebration for personal and collective growth for all their citizens. So... Hopefully from that you can ascertain that it's a community center and an activity <laughs> center. Yes, that sounds awesome. So I know in some of our conversations, but also in things that I'm hearing through city council work or just in committees, that the desire to see an activity, activity center come here to Independence is something that has become a true passion project of yours. So I'd like today to kind of dive a little deeper into that. So my first question would be, why has it become a passion project of yours? We desperately need a place to come together, a place that has function and form, a place that all citizens, all residents of Independence can use, no matter uh, income level or group or affiliation. or We just need a place that we can use and come outside and see each other uh, and do fun things or work out or play games or sports or watch teams or watch competitions that's nice and new and functional and in the at least the old middle, old center of our town. Um, yeah, we need that. Uh, it it is it is the new, I'd call it the new hotness for cities. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's why a place like Roland Park that I just looked up their population, which has sixty five hundred people in it. Wow. Has one, because this is the new thing. You know, I think as uh, as the internet has taken away shopping and going out and running around and running errands, I think as the internet has sort of taken that away, that people need these other things to do that are not in your house so let's have some experiences all right so an all-in-one contained activity center 
I think is more a probability than a possibility. Um, I see it happening one day. So where and how do we get one built here in Independence? Here we go. And this leads into part two of this podcast. Uh, So spoiler alert. And my apologies (laughs) to uh, my very capable uh, co-host. The police station, flatten it, gone. Uh, City Hall, flatten it, gone. Uh, We have 16 acres right there at the corner of Truman and Nolan that is two buildings and a whole bunch of parking lot. And that whole area should be, hopefully will be, redeveloped into a beautiful, modern, new, uh, all-in-one or all-in-a-couple different buildings or maybe three buildings. Who knows? Or four. Whatever the plan needs to be for us and for our use and for our partners uh, let's have our community center right there. It's right across from the bus station. It's right, we'll be right next to CSL. It'll be right next to uh, the new Truman Visitor Center. That's It'll be, be right awesome. down the street from Truman Library. Right up the hill is the square. Hey, man, let's build something new and nice. So 40, no, 40 and Nolan, uh, Truman and Nolan. Truman and Nolan. And then how? How do we get one built? Uh, well, it's going to be expensive. I have no doubt. I have. I obviously we are in such early days. There's no big secret master plan behind the scenes. There's no talks with developers. There's no, uh, you know, no deals being cut. Uh, full transparency. This is an idea, and I have some ideas for partners in the community that can help. I have a very very rudimentary thought on financing which would be a bond or bonds or shared bonds or something like that uh and no plans of exactly what it would be or i think we need a big giant swimming pool or a couple pools uh i would love you know right now if you want to swim you can go out to bridger but raytown has one yeah uh but i i would like a place to swim actually that's a lot easier on my not perfectly in shape and aging just body. say your joints it's great for my joints <laughs> my doctor says it's good on my joints so i'd love to have a pool that's right close yes. i love that so you know let's do some of that and also that's good for our kids and good for teams and those kind of things all right so you said it's just an idea now but is there any kind of vote or or plans through the council to take the next step i have talked to everybody about it everybody I say everybody. I've talked to council members about it generally. It is going to be a major topic of discussion on November 28th at our uh, strategic planning session, as are several other major projects. This council is in agreement that we are going to work on big things, big things that will, uh, big projects, big ideas that will move this city forward. Some we will be able to do in one year, some we will be able to do in 50 years. Regardless, uh, we are going to talk about projects that are going to prepare this city for the next generation. Awesome. Yeah. So is that meeting, strategic meeting, open to the public? It is. It's a public meeting. And I now sitting here, I can't tell you even where it's scheduled for. Uh, I wish you'll have to check the city website. Okay. Uh, or check the notice board or the agendas. It, it absolutely is open to the public. People never come to it, but... It should be available on YouTube or City 7 um, so that people can see what we talked about. And 
I can say you don't necessarily have to come, but you absolutely should get excited about the future of our city. And that could be one thing that you attend or listen to or watch that could help create some of that excitement in you as a citizen and then be able to talk to the city council about it or come to a council meeting in the future when it's going to be talked about even more and maybe that first plan to vote, have a study, you know, what's it cost to tear down couple of buildings yep. what will you know all that you kind of stuff because i do think that that's going to be the next step is creating the buzz and excitement and let's be frank getting citizens educated about it so that they feel that they were fully informed that it's not a surprise on them and that we can answer questions about any of the negativity of spending money because if we do not plan for the future we're just going to stay. We're not going to have one. We're, you're right. That's, that's a sad commentary, but we need to do, work really diligently from a citizen point of view, council point of view, government point of view, to really you know, bring people on board and, and move things forward. So what, in your um, advice as a city council person, could you give to citizens on maybe some things that they could do or should be doing as the idea of this fantastic activity center for everyone um, is coming about. So get involved um, if you can, if you have the time. Uh, it can be uh, a hobby. It can be a full-time hobby. It can be a full-time job to volunteer, to be involved. You don't have to go to that length. Uh, if you know a council person, call them up. If you know somebody on a commission, call them up. If you want to be on a committee or commission, call us up. Uh, if you own a business, join the chamber. Uh, the chamber is going to be a huge part of this. If watch a meeting once in a while, uh, you know, talk to your neighbors, um, be supportive, even in a very quiet way, even in just your own way. Um, I don't expect people to be engaged Life is hard. Life is busy. It's certainly really expensive these days. People have a lot bigger worries than figuring out how to build a big, giant thing for their city. Uh, but, you know, uh, we want to do it right. We want to do it for all of us. And we want to uh, do it with approval. Absolutely. Citizen uh, knowledge, transparency, and approval. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking about it, and crazy ideas are popping in my head. You know, you're right ac across from the bus station if Activity Center goes there at Truman and Nolan. And uh, I, I watched this little uh, travel podcast uh, kind of show um, where this husband and wife travel everywhere. And they stay in hostels everywhere. But in certain major airports, they have these cool little sleep capsules that yeah. that like you that's like a japanese thing almost yeah where they have yeah. those, those hotels that are just but like I'm a like, little tiny pod. wouldn't that be kind of cool if there was like a little little pod so <laughs> people could you know their bus is late so they go the next day they come and stay in a pod in independence and some some very very kind business pays for you know them to be able to sleep there overnight you know i'm just could that be a part of solving some homelessness needs? I mean, I you just never know. things just can roll, but we have to have um, 
citizens on board and we have to have the plans and we actually have to move forward before some of these other things. Because I think about an outdoor amphitheater or... Oh, don't a, worry. Don't worry. You know? I've got, just, a, I've got a really big plan for that. You know, and for me personally, if you'd like to get, I don't know what they're called, maybe a lap pool where it's a, you know, about the size of a driveway and you just swim oh, against yeah. a current. Sure. I'd love to have one of those. Well, it'd be great because those, <laughs> actually, those are used a lot in physical therapy. Yes, they are. Uh, certainly. So, no, I, I, these are brilliant ideas. So I'm going to guess that down the road, there will absolutely be a time where anyone, someone like me, can come to a meeting and say, I want a lap pool. Um, you know, and these things can go on a list to be considered in the final project. And so, you know, I'm just going to challenge citizens right now. Be thinking about what would get you to an activity center to com commune with your fellow citizens, to get healthier, to... Um, do an art class when you've never thought about sure. doing art before or thought you could or putting on a production on a, you know, some kind of forum stage. So think through those things for yourself. We're going to have to have a spot for the that old 76 band or whatever. Oh, I, Spirit. I, the Spirit of band. Independence. Pardon me. Spirit yes. of Independence Band. Karen DeLucci, yes. she, I mean, she would strike me down <laughs> if, if they did not that. have a beautiful practice facility well i have uh i'm gonna say a relation to them because one of my old co-workers is a major player in that band that's and cool. uh, and they are great and it is a great community band so they are but that's just one little thing you're right yeah they're you know a home for them so i am really excited about that prospect um there is another center that I'd like us to uh, talk about and kind of, once again, little quiz here. So Jackson County Detention Center is now going to be built. I think the price tag is somewhere like $230 million, yeah. um, 40 Highway, and it's just the detention side. So it's going to house it's people. It's jail. Uh, jail. Um, I can take you there sometime if you'd like. That, that would be thrilling. Yeah. Um, you know, then we have Blue Springs. They just built a training center next to their police station. Mm -hmm. um, spent multiple millions in yep. doing that. Every one of these places, and there are many, many more, but, but all of them have updated or built long before 1970s that we live in. And so... I've often thought, why have we been so hesitant to, I'm just going to say, do what's right for our police force and build a new facility in Independence, Missouri for justice? I've thought a lot about this question, and since I've had a little extra time this week to think about it, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a million different ways to answer it, but what I'm going to say is this. Independence sort of does things on their own timeline. We are a bit of our own animal. We, um, you know, we're, we come from a very unique place. We were a city before Jackson County was a county. We were a city before Kansas City was a city. We were a city well before Kansas was a state. We were the last major stop 
that you made if you wanted to go west. Go west, west, young man, and make your fortune. Get your 40 acres and a mule down in Oklahoma. So that's sort of in our DNA, sort of doing our own thing. And along the way, uh, we have not put a priority or an emphasis on building. Uh, we have spent more time, unfortunately, uh, in the in the public government infrastructure space, tearing things down. And it's time that we get back to that. You know, but in the 60s and 70s, we built a power plant, brand spanking new power plant that powered the entire city, enough of, for the entire city, and an entire third more. Uh, we built, uh, built, started to build out the valley for industrial development. We uh, so happy to see that moving forward now. I know, and I'm not <laughs> sidetracking. Um, we built a police station. You know, we built a lot of fire to, fire stations along the way. We have a tendency since the '70s, since that, since the police station, really to piecemeal things. You know, our municipal works, our municipal services. They have, I think, six or eight buildings yeah. all over the place, none of which are in proper shape, none of which are sort of fit for purpose, and it makes it that much more complicated to get work done. Uh, so it's time. It's time. It's time to get things together. It's time to build a couple of new things. I'm excited um, about there being a vision for a new justice center. Yeah. I think if anybody's walked into the police um, station on Memorial Drive, then they can see that it's long past its usefulness. The technology itself, well, I don't even know if it exists in that building. Uh, We know that there was never a women's locker room. Uh, we know that the patty area, uh, that's where they bring people in, um, is is not 100% safest. Um, we know that some repairs have happened, but once again, kind of going back to your piecemeal things together, when you look at overall structure of it, you look at some of the problems they've had with water damage, sewer, sewage backup, things like that, that... We have asked our police force to not only do their job day in, day out, but also during a critical time of recruiting to compete with all these areas that have new facilities or newer facilities and have really upgraded what they've done to really back up their police. Um, And so can you walk me through a little bit as a new Justice Center what that vision kind of would look like, sure. where, when, exactly. No, absolutely. The So the old MCI hospital, we uh, off 291 and 23rd Street, we turned into the Independence Utility Center. We have about 16 acres that is undeveloped. That is absolutely suitable and enough space for the Justice Center. 
that plan has been looked at, that plot, that land has been looked at and, and is good. The Justice Center will consist of, very basically, a jail, the police headquarters, and municipal court. Now, around the metro, there are a, a number of different ser city services that uh, different cities have put into their Justice Center. Sometimes they put IT in there. Sometimes they put, uh, you know, our dispatch would probably be in there. You know, different things that are related can sometimes go into uh, into those buildings. And so maybe ours would or wouldn't. We're a bit early on the details. Regardless, uh, some of the amenities that I would expect it to have are a, a, an appropriate, safe, uh, at, you know, well-designed firing range. Oh, cool. For officers, I would expect... Um, uh, a fitness center for our officers. I would expect, uh, state, if not stated, no, I'm going to say state-of-the-art uh, locker room and personnel facilities. Uh, we have to plan for the future. I say that. Let me sidetrack. Overland Park's Justice Center. I, I've been practicing law for 24 years. I went to court at Overland Park's old Justice Center. Okay. So they have a new one in the last 24 years. They are now spending $4 million to, to tear it down inside and rebuild it. And part of the reason they're doing that is because they need more, um, they need to reconfigure for uh, more women and more personnel space. Lee Summit, mm -hmm. spending $5 million to do the exact same thing. And their justice center is... I think less than 20 years old. So, uh, uh, and their police station. So, this is a thing, and we need to be, we need, look, if we only get to build a thing every 50 years, we need to future proof it the best that we can. So, uh, you know, I, I, I want this to be um, uh, a recruitment tool. I want it, Absolutely. To, I want it to be uh, uh, a function. Uh, techno you know, it obviously has to be wired and technology and um, just state-of-the-art so that we can utilize technology. It's hugely important, especially when you don't have as many officers as you used to. So technology fills in the gap, too. Absolutely. So we have to be ready for when we are able to get body cams and when we do have to have server rooms and when we do, you know, need to, uh, when dispatch looks different. We, we have to be ready for all of that. Would it contain, um, I said Patty, but like the Sally Port, would it contain a place to actually book in? Oh, yeah, no, that's a jail. So, okay. yeah, so, yes, absolutely. And that's going to be even more important going forward, too, because, you know, our jail, as we know, thanks to the well-publicized uh, and unfortunate uh, remodel of our jail, uh, it, it, it was not sufficient, uh, and it certainly isn't, it's better now, but certainly not ideal. Uh, but yeah, a big, uh, so what's happened in criminal justice is that uh, cases that, that used to be felonies yeah. and filed as felonies in Jackson County are no longer being filed as felonies. So our prosecutor, Mitch Langford, who 
used to be a state prosecutor, so we're lucky. He knows the law very well, and he's very capable. He does a great job. Uh, he is now filing felonies in municipal court. Wow. So we will have uh, an increasing amount of violent offenders and violent crimes, an increasing amount of domestic violence enhancements that, you know, of folks that really need a timeout. That will need to house. Jails for public safety. Okay. Uh, so we do need jail facilities. We will need booking facilities. Okay. We need an increasing access to that. Uh, it is not ideal to have to use Sugar Creek or, I don't know that we use Raytown, or Blue Springs or Kansas City or Jackson County. We need to have an adequate use of our own personal facility that's in the same building as municipal court so you don't have to go outside. Why is that important? Well, <laughs> it's silly, kind of, but escape, yeah, assault, yeah, accidents... If you're walking, if an officer is walking across the street and they fall down on the ice and drag the prisoner down with them, or the prisoner falls down, you're talking about a thing that can cost you fifty or hundred grand, or gets hit by a car, or uh, any any number of problems. Uh, it, it is absolutely not safe and secure. All right, so I'm excited to ask this question. Yes. How are we going to pay for it? <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're gonna ask the taxpayers the rate I should rate payers. I'm so used to talking about IPL. We're gonna ask the taxpayers, the residents of Independence, to go to the polls in April, and we're gonna ask them to do two things. Okay. Number one, we're gonna say, hey, uh, the people of Missouri voted overwhelmingly to approve the recreational sale of marijuana and related products. So. We now have the right, as a taxing jurisdiction, to collect 3% sales tax on all those products. So bring on the cash, baby. Right? I just find that so ironic. Bring on the green. <laughs> bring on the green. So we need that money regardless. That needs to pass no matter what. Uh, that is a huge... The projections on that are ridiculous. And they're probably fairly accurate because so many other states have done recreational. They can pretty easily look at population and say, well, this is how much you're going to make per thousand people or in this size of metro. It's a legitimate amount of money. Millions of dollars, likely. Okay. So that's number one. Let's go to the polls in April and pass the 3% tax on marijuana. Number two, I don't know yet if if we will have a bonding uh an issue to to issue a bond for the police station there is a chance that we will be able to finance the police station based in and finance it with our marijuana sales if we pass that okay uh there are companies that specialize now in marijuana bonding and financing and because they know how uh, reliable the income is from marijuana sales and sales tax, they'll take that bet on doing bigger projects. So, number one, pass marijuana. Number two, potentially pass a bond uh, to finance the new police station. Justice Center. Excuse me. Justice Center. Okay, so 
if I'm a citizen and I don't really know how some of this works, um, marijuana tax, and I just think, well, I'm taxed enough, what would you say to a citizen on how or why they should thoughtfully consider voting yes for the use of this marijuana tax? It's free money. It's no different than a tax on alcohol or cigarettes. Uh, you know, it's sort of a, a tax on, I don't know what the, I'm, uh, there's a legal term and it's, it's, I'm missing it now. Uh, it's, it's slipped from my mind, but, um, it's sort of these enjoyment things that people do, uh, you know, uh, they're optional. You don't have to drink alcohol in your life. You don't have to smoke cigarettes but in your you life. But if you choose to, but there's going to be a tax. But some people enjoy it. Okay. But, uh, but they do create, uh, Cost for society, health-wise, okay. typically speaking. Okay. And uh, and so there's taxes on those to help make up for that. And the same thing is true of marijuana. So if you don't use marijuana and you don't ever buy a marijuana product in a in a store in Missouri or you're in Independence, you never absolutely pay that tax. All you're doing is sitting back and getting a little tiny piece of what is being purchased. And for you, that means could potentially mean a justice center that serves your community yes. better. I know it's funny uh, to think about marijuana buying us a new justice center. But, hey, man, uh, when opportunity knocks, let's do it. What uh, advice could you give citizens on maybe how they can help next? Uh, same as most things, and probably same as what we said earlier. Just get uh, involved in... Uh, yeah, pay attention. The council, it, this has to come before the council very quickly. In order to put something on the April ballot, April 2023 ballot, we the council has to approve ballot language by January 24th, 2023. So very soon, we are going to have ballot language coming before the council. If not the first meeting in December likely the second meeting in December. So uh, it's going to come up pretty quick. I'm sure that there will be some articles written about it in the Star and probably locally too. You know, I would go even further and say, if you haven't learned about some of these things, then please educate yourself or come to a council meeting, learn about them, call your council person, sure. ask them questions, read on. I'm sure there's going to be articles about these, especially with votes coming up. But to just sit and complain or not have all the information and vote without having all the information. So I would like to encourage every citizen to uh, be ready for the votes from the council that are going to happen, then hopefully and potentially an April vote on this subject matter specifically about the um, Justice Center, that it is critical being a citizen. You said earlier in the podcast, you, you get that everybody's busy, uh, you know, your own personal family does come first, etc. But I'm a big believer that your family can be better by living in a city that has better community, better amenities, better opportunity to come together as a community. And that's something we're talking about now. You know, community center and a justice center are two things that will make our city infinitely better. And isn't that what it's really about, is, is being a citizen where it really is independence for all. 
So I think those are these are two centers that I'm behind. Um, and so I just encourage citizens, you know, come talk to me as another citizen if you want. Talk to your council member. Talk to our mayor. Talk to anybody in the chamber. Um, anybody at the EDC. You know, there are lots of people who are rallying around. Well, they can talk to me if they want. Okay, and you can I come I promise talk to I'll be nice. I All promise. Right. Okay. You know, and I would say they could probably talk to any of their council people. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. You know, we have a, a recently uh, installed one. Yes, call Bridget. Call Bridget. Whatever you do, call Bridget first. <laughs> Everyone call Bridget first. And then right after that would be Jared Fierce because he's the next newest. So. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we kid a lot. But we do. these people are in position because they raised their hand and said, we will serve. And there's a place for people to voluntarily serve as well. So I can't wait to see where this is going to go. And it looks like the Justice Center is going to be up really quickly. I Extremely mean, fast. And, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a bit scary to do that so quickly based on how independence has operated in the past. But guess what? The past is long gone. So it's full speed ahead, kind of the new mantra? Full speed ahead. All right. Well, I'm excited. I Once again, thank you for uh, sharing all your thoughts on this. I know we don't have uh, some of it cemented yet, and that's a long way to come. But the ball is going to get rolling really quickly here. So what I heard you say was in December, it's probably going to be discussed a couple of times. And then we will know... Uh, how it's going to be worded on April ballot, most likely, by the end of January. And so we have these what, eight eight weeks or so to really educate ourselves and be ready to go for, there will be, for that time. Absolutely. And there will be, um, we'll have video walkthroughs of the jail. There will be some public access to it for individual tours. I know we'll set up some things for community leaders. Uh, we want as many people as we can, you know, safely go into an operating police headquarters uh, to to go in and see and get an idea and really let's be transparent uh, the best we can to make sure this is something people want. We want it as a council. Uh, our police want it and need it. Need it. Let's make sure people believe that and and feel it too. And then on the community center side, you know, it's in the name. We will have better community with having that kind of activity center. So uh, it'll be awesome. So I'm excited. I think that's it for today. Um, I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. And we have issues, Independence. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. And I'm Dan Hobart. Join us again next week because we have issues. <laughs> <laughs>